and welcome to White Wine Question Time, the podcast that asks its guests three thought-provoking questions over three glasses of wine. And my guests this week are fast becoming one of my favourite couples to follow, a pair of actors turned lifestyle vloggers who have well and truly conquered the online world of YouTube and are now diving headfirst into a big new chapter with their very first book. One's from Dagenham in Essex, the other the tiny town of Irvine in Scotland. And after meeting at a party in their early 20s, it wasn't long before sparks were flying and they were saying, I do, at a castle in Edinburgh with their little boy Harrison in attendance. Their second son, Jude, followed soon after. And despite both being jobbing actors, they took a gamble in lockdown and started their very own YouTube channel, At Home with the Buckleys, where their weekly vlogs have amassed a huge six-figure audience and now even inspired a book of the same name. You'll know him better as the lovably crass Jay from the noughties mega-hit The Inbetweeners and its follow-up films, as well as his starring roles in TV comedies like Zapped and White Gold. But together, they are one of the internet's favourite families. So let's dial them up, shall we? It's the Buckleys, James and Claire. How are you both? Hello. Really good after that intro. That's re- that's gonna, that's really made me pumped. <laughs> that's helped my fragile ego. Thank you so much. That was so kind. You are like the online sort of modern day equivalent of Richard and Judy. I mean, I'm happy with that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> as legends go. You're Richard. No. <laughs> I'm way too quiet. <laughs> You're not quiet. I think that what you are, Claire, is um, steering the ship whilst letting James think that he's firmly got his hands on the wheel. Yeah. Do I even let you think that? I don't know. Do you even think that? I'm under the impression that I Oh, am. OK. Perfect. There you go. You nailed it then. Because, <laughs> Claire, I mean, you edit all of the content that goes up and goes out on your YouTube channel. So ultimately, I guess, you are controlling what leaves the house. Is that right? Correct. I am the boss. <laughs> the buck stops with me. The buck stops All with right. Claire Buckley. Um, That's it. Uh, how have you ended up carving out who does what in this kind of sort of uh, organic professional partnership? I suppose it's just what I can get away with not doing, really. <laughs> One of us has got to do it, and it's all about who blinks first. <laughs> so I think it's more to do with the fact that um, James is probably a lot less filtered than he should be to be putting you know youtube videos up for loads of people to watch so sometimes some of the things he says quite a lot of it gets left in but for people who do watch it will know that there's a there's got to be a cap somewhere and james shares quite a lot so i've got to be in charge of that yeah it's mostly just about myself and my habits and things like that yeah that are probably too disgusting to put on the internet which is a shame, really. <laughs> what are the kind of comments that you get back? What? Uh, what from the, yeah, from the online audience a bit, you know, break it down for me. What's the general chat? It's always really positive. We're very ordinary. It's quite, We think we're quite boring. Yeah. Um, but people uh, people seem to enjoy that. People, people, we strike a chord with people. Yeah. I mean, I think not even about being boring or, you know, normal, that word that that gets used a lot. I think we are quite open to things that normally people would hide, I think is is the little sort of niche that we've got. We don't, as much as I do edit to a certain point, we don't really care about the sort of, you know, the things that should go to plan. They don't go to plan and, you know, nothing looks the way you think it's going to look or... That sort of side of it, I think, is where we just don't really care as much as maybe we should. <laughs> <laughs> How 
are the kids with it as well? Because obviously my son's now 14. I am no longer allowed to share images of him on Instagram without some sort of written permission and some sort of cash bonus, really. Um, I think our kids are quite excited. The kids are obsessed with YouTube. And um, I've like been on television and stuff like that. And we've been to movie premieres and things and yeah. met exciting people, interesting, exciting people. They don't care. They've never... <laughs> They've, they've never cared about any of that. They've never thought that I was a cool dad or anything I did was cool because that's, that's just what your kids are like, isn't it, really? Yeah. But I think they're quite interested in this YouTube thing that we're doing. Yeah. I think they've started to... They, I mean, they're desperate to just be oh, on it. We don't, really, we don't show their faces on the internet or on our YouTube channel or anything like that for a number of reasons, but they're desperate. They really they want to be the stars of the show and... Yeah. And they, they have really, their moments. They could be. They could oh, they be. could be for sure. The audience that, you know, watch regularly know them because they've both got their own little personalities and they love it. But yeah, as yeah. James said, they would rather be front and centre. The, the people that watch our channel know know our kids' voices and you know, kids usually have something quite funny to say, <laughs> don't they? So yeah, yeah. I mean, I know lockdown brought a lot of kind of different ways of working and thinking about for so many families, but whose idea was it between the two of you to, to start living a life online? Well, it was... I'd, I'd already been doing... making content um, for YouTube for a while. Uh, I'm a keen video gamer. I really like playing video games and stuff like that. So I was making and uh, shooting and editing my own content. I really enjoyed that process of actually learning to put something together myself rather than just turn up and stand in front of a camera and then, yeah. I don't know, a year later you go, oh, yeah, look, at it's on television. I wanted to do some more vlogging-style content, but I knew that it would be more interesting if I had Claire do it with me because... Oops. Because, because of... I think our relationship is... You know, while it's the same as everyone else's, I think it's... Um, I don't think you see it that much. Um, it's not really sort of shown in on in the media, like a, an actual sort of genuine married couple, which usually consists of one person getting quite a lot of enjoyment out of winding the other person up <laughs> and, and then seeing that reaction. And I thought that that would uh, work well as... As uh, as a piece of content, and um, I think I assume it has worked well. People seem to enjoy it. So, yeah. oh, and also because COVID happened, and um, yeah, my, that was a huge. My diary just went empty for a year, <laughs> and I was like, all right, well, what, what do I what do I do now? Yeah. Um, and I get bored quite easily as well. So it just seemed like a good idea at the time. We didn't really think about it that much. To be no, honest. we didn't. That's sort of the MO right now. We're, we end up in situations and when people ask us about it, we, we just go, yeah, we didn't really think about it. We just sort of thought, oh, yeah, we'll try that. And now here we are. And that's that's how we've ended up writing a book as well. It was somebody, uh, the publisher came to us and said, you fancy writing a book? And we went, yeah, all right, that sounds like fun. Um <laughs> And it was. It was fun writing a book. And then we completely forgot that the book will eventually become an actual thing that people might see. Uh, so now we have to stand... And now we're terrified. Now we have, now we have to stand <laughs> by that book. <laughs> well, listen, the, the, the YouTube channel, the content that you upload and the book are all wrapped around your life as 
a married couple. Uh, you've, you've been married, what, now 10 years, is that right? That's yeah, right, yeah, coming up next month, yeah. 10 years. Well, um, with that in mind, I want to jump straight into my first question for you. Okay, question number one. You are now living out your married life online after 10 years of being man and wife. So can we do a little bit of a review of the vows that you took all those years ago to find out when and how they have manifested themselves? And let's start with the better or worse, which have been the best and the worst of times. Um, oh, every day, Kate. Yeah. Every it's day. A, it's a, <laughs> Go know, on, Claire. It's for better or for worse every day. It's a constant Do you know battle. what? The amount of times I hear Claire just walking around the house, just whispering to herself, for better or for worse, <laughs> for better or for worse. For me, the marriage is going great. <clears throat> Love it. Having a brilliant time. Can't believe my luck. Enjoying myself thoroughly. Um, Claire, have you got anything? This would be a good time to bring up some issues, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> I'm not aware of. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> well, Claire, when you say um, for better, when you think about the better times in your married life, what what, did, what qualifies as a better time, do you think? When I'm working away, that sort of thing. Yeah, when he's travelling <laughs> far, far away. <laughs> um, better times for me are the very, just the very normal times, you know, the Friday night curries, the... Picking the kids up from school on a Friday and going to the cinema and just the really, again, sort of, you know, what you were saying earlier about COVID, you know, the, the little things that, that you did sort of think, oh, God, we can't do that anymore. Um, I think yeah. for the next few years, people genuinely cherish those little moments. So that for me is the better times, which is probably boring, but it's true. <laughs> We're a proper little unit, the four of us, me, Claire, Jude and Harrison, and we enjoy being together. It's a pretty fun house. It's a pretty fun house. Yeah. It's a pretty noisy house sometimes. It's, I like laughing. Uh, and that's what that's that's what we try and do, really. We, we, all four of us try and make each other laugh. That's yeah. basically what we spend all our time doing. Yeah. And what about when you, you said that, you know, uh, you decided to start turning your attentions from gaming online to putting your marriage online. Uh, was that because you were trying to figure out how to turn some difficult times or the worst of times into better times? Yeah, I suppose so. It was a time where collectively, as a world, we were all feeling like sort of being punched in the gut a little bit. And, you know, with one of our best performing videos is called Christmas is Cancelled. Is that right? Yeah. And that was... You know, that was, I think that was the second lockdown. We'd come it out was. of lockdown. It was looking like we were going to have a, a Christmas. Oh, Boris yeah. was saying, don't you yeah. worry, we're definitely going to yeah. have a Christmas. I won't let them take Christmas away from yeah. you. And then it was, you know, a few days before Christmas. And we were planning to go up to Scotland to be with my family. And we sort of accidentally ended up getting the whole, th because we were obviously vlogging at the time and we just got it all on, on video and and. We, we did just put it out because we were, you know, the kids were really sad and my mum was absolutely gutted and I was gutted. And it just, even though it was a big sort of video where it was like, oh, I can't believe this has happened, you know, after everything that's happened already. And we were looking forward to this one, these few days where every day was, you know, excited about getting together and all that sort of stuff. And it sort of just went like that. And yeah. we, we put out the vlog and, and we got so many comments, you know, saying, oh, we're in the same situation. It was just, it was a nice sort of little bonding moment yeah. with and the audience. And 
on, on paper, it does. Um, it doesn't seem so bad, but it had been almost a year. A long time. Of all this yeah. uncertainty and all this anxiety about what's going to happen in the future, what's going to happen to us. Is, is the human race going to die? Like, it, it, there, was, there were these genuine worries. So when that Christmas was cancelled, I think the whole country was like... Yeah. I, I, it sounds a bit petulant, doesn't it? But I think we were all feeling the same. We were like, this was the one thing that we wanted. This was the yeah. one little light at the end of the tunnel. And, you know, we would have gone back into lockdown afterwards or something. Yeah. Like, but just let us have this, this little Christmas together. Um, so I think that we managed to accidentally sort of capture those um, those feelings that were that were felt throughout um, yeah. the country. That was huge, and I think you know it goes back to what you were talking about, Claire, earlier about you know the kind of when you're at your happiest, the best of times, and now the most simple times. It's the school pickup. It's it's the stuff that we we have learned not to take for granted. Yeah, absolutely agree. It was it was definitely yeah. a hard time, and that was definitely a point where I think everybody, you know, whether you were a family of six or or just a couple or whatever you might have been, I feel like everybody just had to really sort of band together and make the most of it in their own little, for want of a better word, bubble. (laughs) That was definitely a little turning point for the vlogs. Yeah. Because people are often under the impression where, oh, well, you know, people off the telly, I bet they'll be doing this or they'll be getting that and whatever. I still think that. You're just not privy yeah, to it. I still, think, I still think there's this super secret celebrity club <laughs> where, the, I don't know, they all meet up and they all get this amazing but service. But people got and... to see through us, or, or James in particular, obviously, that it was the same for everybody. It didn't matter what walk of life you came from. We were all feeling the same, mm. so... And there was something quite... There was something a bit nice about that as well, just even though, even though we were all isolated, but we... There was a togetherness. There did, we were all in it together. There was no exceptions. It was a time in our lives that we'll never forget. And I think it was the worst of times that's, that arguably brought out the best in people. And what you're talking about sharing there was that was exactly that moment, that the worst of times bringing out the best responses yeah. and everybody coming together going, yeah, this is rubbish. Yeah, and we got that just specifically just in our little community where, you know, our little vlog community that we'd managed to build up we that's where we felt that so that was definitely one of the you know a bad time that in hindsight as James said you know was was actually quite a nice little time for the channel now let's move to another part of your your wedding vows for richer or poorer an actor's life it's famine and feast or it can Mm. be and 95 percent of actors spend most of their life their working life out of work so how has richer and poorer manifested itself in your marriage over the last 10 years yeah it's um yeah you know like you say it's it goes up and down and it's it's not the most stable of careers as you say Um, no i wouldn't um I wouldn't suggest it. I wouldn't recommend it at all. It can be terrifying at times. Yeah, absolutely. James, because you've had a pretty good run at it, I'd say. I've overachieved. I've way overachieved, yeah. (laughs) There's no way someone with my level of talent should have got to the position I got to on things like the in-betweeners. But, yeah, it is. It is. You can... That's not true. Come on. You can sit around and... um, you know, wait for the phone to call and stuff, which can be quite depressing. And to be honest, it's been a long time since I've actually done some proper TV work anyway. Um, but I, I, I 
you can sit there and go, oh, well, this is rubbish. Why aren't I doing this, that and the other? Or you can just see it the way I do in that, like I said, like if, even if I don't do anything on television ever again, I've achieved quite a lot. Um, and I don't have a right to be on television. I don't, you know, people will, if people want me on television, I'm sure they'll let me know. You are still a very much in demand um, with your audience. I mean, apparently you're mm. one of the most requested on Cameo. And uh, <laughs> I mean, a, a variety of newspapers have reported that you're one of its highest earners uh, yeah. with a, a suggestion <laughs> of almost a million pounds a year. Yeah, only, only, only almost a million. <laughs> I need to have a word with those guys at Cameo. <laughs> Um, but it was the Daily Star, so I'm not putting too much next yeah. to it. <laughs> Good. I want to. I'd like to know their sources. Um, <laughs> as I say, I mean, I've got. Uh, uh, you know, all, my diary went completely. I started it just as COVID hit, really, and um, I've got kids and the stuff like that <laughs> that I'd like. I like them really? fed. And um, and I wasn't going to... I definitely wasn't going like to be... they like it that way too, yeah, right? They, yeah. they want to eat every day, those two. I know. Every day. Every, sometimes, <laughs> multiple times a day. I know. And uh, I wasn't going to be on a film set anytime soon. And it did no. feel like a fun, easy way to make money that, you know, I could do at home. I didn't have to leave the house or, um, you know, I was being told I had to stay indoors at the time yeah. as well. Uh, it was and, a strange way of working from home. I yeah. mean, it was—it's an actor's way of working from home. And yeah, but it's just, but it's um, it's, it's the ultimate self-tape, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, a lot of a lot of people really enjoy them, and I think that's why yeah. they're quite popular on Cameo. Um, a lot—they make a lot of people happy. Listen, I think they're fast replacing. You know, remember when we used to buy those birthday cards, which would have like I don't know, Del Boy on the front, and you'd open it up and it'd go yeah. steady on Rodney. Uh, it's kind of an yeah. on, it's, it's a digital version of that, isn't it? Except I think so. Yeah, but it's, it's completely um, personalised, and it's you yeah, know, I, I also I don't think I think the reason I'm popular on cameos is because I don't charge a fortune. Overcharge, yeah. I I, I understood. <laughs> what I felt was a fair price and, you know, 40 quid, two people going in at halves for their mate down the pub, 20 quid each. I just thought, yeah, that, that, I'm not going to charge someone 150 quid or anything like that for me. <laughs> <laughs> that would be disappointing, I think. So I think every, I think everyone gets something out of it. In, in, you know, if you keep it cheap enough that the... That, that people don't feel like they're being ripped off and stuff because I hate that. I hate. But to feel I mean, like that. we've had some amazing videos sent to us um, of their wedding day, and you know the the reception and everybody sat down, and everybody's having their dinner, and then suddenly you know a big screen appears and James has got a message for the groom, and you know it's actually hilarious how people use these in these big moments, this huge moment. It's just. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's nice to be part of those moments. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a real honour, don't you? Oh, absolutely. And what a lovely way to, as you say, keep those demanding children yeah. fed multiple times a day whilst you're not earning. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Where do you draw the line, the one like, I'm not saying that? What do they ask you to say, or is it just kind of well-worn catchphrases? It's, uh, uh, it's luckily I've got a lot of... Um, Canon in between is canon there, and they're all crowd pleasers. I give them the greatest hits. What are your greatest hits? Go on. Bus wanker, clunge, um, caravan club. Claire, you don't even flinch. At what point in your marriage did you stop flinching? 
God, early on, well, I was going to say, when we first got together, um, the in-between us was still on TV. And then, you know, there was the movies that were still to come and this was pre-children and, you know, we would be, I don't know, at a pub or just walking down the street or in a shopping centre or something and the stuff that people would say, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so you get used to it very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so, so well, Cameo could arguably qualify as amongst richer uh, in terms of your marriage affairs, but what about poorer? What have been those, those times in your married life where you've had to really sit down and go, uh, okay, we need to have a little rethink um, financially? It's not really, it's t- luckily enough, Things have been all right. Things have been okay. We're not, you know, we're, we're not going to buy a yacht anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, we're not. We don't live lavishly. Or, or a Lamborghini. So. We, you know, I like a barbecue and things like. You know, that's probably what I've spent the <laughs> most money on. Yeah, like two hundred and fifty quid on a barbecue. No, that's not true, James. What you spent your most money on is a car you never drive that's cost you roughly sixty thousand pounds. That yeah, was... Kate's done her homework yeah. there. I was going to bring up the mini there. Thanks. I forgot about the mini. Yeah, no, you don't forget. You're just trying no, not did. to bring it up. I genuinely forgot about it. Do, how often do you drive it, James? Not very often. You got. I don't want to put any more miles on it. Yeah, listen. It's so you, you end up. It's called. That was ha- a richer moment when he when he made that little splodge for sure. Well, no, it's been an ongoing thing. Sure, it, that, that wasn't all just one go. It's a uh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't just spend sixty thousand pounds on an old. No, I mini. know. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how. When you did it, if that's the amount, that's the amount. Yeah, but over the, I bought that many before Jude was born. Doesn't matter. It's ridiculous. Some people have spent, you know, tens of thousands of pounds over on one thing over the course of over a decade. Yeah, that's not unusual. Hey, Kate, back me up here. <laughs> <laughs> we should explain the mini is it's um is it. Is it collectible? I mean, it's, it's obviously it's a point of passion for you. No, James has ruined it. I've it could have been a collectible. It. You've made that car so ugly. It's specific to me. No, I admit that no one else is going to like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's uh, it's something that I've spent too much money on. I'll never get that money back, so I can't sell it <laughs> because I'll no one will pay that <laughs> pay no, that money for never. it. It wasn't a great investment. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and Claire, at what point in your married life did you discover the extent of investment that had gone into the mini? Not that long ago. Maybe last year, the year before. How did you find out? Did I tell you? Yeah, you had to. Yeah. That was one of those richer or poorer moments right. we started talking about stuff. Right. Well, did, how much did I tell you I've spent on the mini? <laughs> I don't even I want... I just, I, don't, want to, I just want to remember what I told you. I don't even want to know the actual number, James. No, funny? I'm, I'm exaggerating. Yeah. We, we, I think I think where you you, you sort of um, agreed around sixty thousand. Mm, that'll do. <laughs> no, I don't oh think God, it was even that much. I don't think it was that much. No, no, I don't even want to know. This is genuinely a subject that I. I, I it's had a lot of stuff car. done to it. It's beautiful. It's an absolute. It's beautiful ugly. Car. It's, it's beautiful so car. ugly. Is it really? So, with this in mind, I'm going to jump to my next question for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
question number two, I'm sticking with the theme of marriage, but kind of flipping it slightly as we look at divorce. <laughs> Cheery. Having met in your early 20s when life as an adult was just beginning, you've undoubtedly accrued many personal belongings and memories across the course of your marriage. So if the government were today to introduce a new piece of legislation that allowed you to introduce a prenup into your marriage, what would each of you want to ring fence and why? The iTunes account. Wow. I, I bet I wouldn't get it either. I bet you'd end up getting that. And it's my email address. I bet <laughs> you'd still a, end up getting it. That's a good one. Yeah, you would still let me use it. Huh? Would you not still let me use it? No. <gasps> I'm not walking away. And let, uh, what you think? Wow. You think I'm gonna? Because uh, uh, I assume I've been thrown out in this situation. <laughs> what have you assumed that? You think I'm gonna rise above it? I don't know. I'm not. I'm, you know, she's gonna get rid of me at some point. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's bound to happen. But I'm taking that iTunes account with me. Wow, that's a good one. I'm going straight into my emails and changing the password. <laughs> You'll never guess it. What about the family cloud? Who's gonna get the family cloud? Don't have a family cloud. Too uh, complicated. Just one... We never figured that out. No, we never figured it out in the end. Just one account. Yeah. (laughs) Just one whole thing. We're always getting each other's text messages. Yeah, I know. We never figured that one out. It's a mess, it is, but (laughs) we we get on with it. (laughs) What about things like, I don't know, um, the kids' birth certificates, you know, um, that stuff. Who would take what? Who's ring-fencing what? Who's the most responsible that's never going to lose the kids' passports? Well, I've got all those. I, I look after those anyway. So you, yeah, they're in. Well, they're in your office. Yeah, they're in a quotes. they're in a leather bound wallet. Yeah, all that stuff. That's only because you claimed that that was your office. Well, that's my that's my uh, office. Yeah, yeah, so that's where everything is. I don't have a room in this Do house. Do not. <laughs> Gotta have one room. It's an office, but it's just full of video games. There doesn't seem to be much <laughs> office work going on up there. Video games room. Call it whatever you want. Yeah. You call it an office, though. It's the office, sure. Because <laughs> you, you have the birth certificates in I've there. I've got the birth certificates and right, the passports okay. in there. Yeah. Who, who, gets the, who gets the YouTube channel? I get that, because I do all the work on that. Yeah, you can have it. Okay. Thanks. I'll do something better. I'll do something better. <laughs> this is going to end. This is going to end in divorce here. I don't think there'd be much, to, apart from... Apart from the iTunes account, which we've just realised is might extremely be thing, important, yeah. We'll have to talk to our Tuesday uh, about <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, finance guy. But uh, we're not going to. We can't split up now. It's like the mini. This it's relationship. Too late. There's too much. Too much speak. has gone into it. Yeah. And all right, yeah, it still doesn't work. Yeah. But we can't gonna, leave it now. No, we're going to have to just because it's not. Out. It's not worth selling. <laughs> no. You'll never get what you put into it back no, again. No, And that is true. I don't think you would find a woman who would put up with your nonsense and I don't think there's Ow. a man who's patient enough to deal with me. Yeah. So I think we'll just cut our losses and, and stick together. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Yes. And I'm glad that we've all emerged from that unscathed. <laughs> um, okay, time for my third and final question while you're still man and wife. Buckley's has now become a profession as well as a way of life. So I wanted to know, as you follow in the footsteps of the likes of Richard and Judy or even the Osbournes uh, working alongside one another, what you've learnt about each other as co-workers as opposed to just co-parents or man and wife. 
And let's start with what's been the biggest and most pleasant surprise. Never seen Claire pleasantly surprised <laughs> about anything. I've never Stop known... trying to push this narrative. But I've I'm never known you to so... be... No, but you're not, you know, you've got a poker face, haven't you? To put it politely. Um, I'm not an excitable person. I've never seen you go, sure. oh, I'm pleasantly surprised. <laughs> yeah, but that's around you. Yeah. You don't pleasantly no, surprise don't. me. No, I've unpleasantly surprised you. <laughs> no, I think actually what's um, been surprising is it's actually been fun. Um, there's not been very many disagreements on what we should, shouldn't do, where we're going, what we're doing. We just, we just sort of, there's no plan for. No, there's no plan. There's we nothing. just we just sort of do it and and it is what it is. You can't it can't always be a hilarious vlog where we're out doing these really exciting things or meeting you know exciting people. Sometimes it's going to be a bit boring and and it's quite funny because you know comments even say that it's like oh this one was really rubbish. But Who's even saying that they're rubbish. <laughs> oh nice. Oh our viewers. Yeah no they hate it. <laughs> so you know I think it's been pleasantly surprising how. You know, we've we've managed to build this little community. Like James said, we don't really get very many bad comments, or you know, sometimes the internet can be a big, scary, horrible place. And we've managed to to get this little sort of group of people who watch our videos, and we can you know chat to and go back and forward with and have a laugh. And it's that's been a pleasant surprise for me. You're proper YouTubers. You're living every teenage boy and girl's dream. Mm. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, we're just the same. It's it is an ideal way yeah. to make a living it, re it, it really is you get to be creative uh you get to grow an audience and you get to interact with those people it's um it's a it's a really fun way to to live your life if you if you're fortunate enough to be able to do that and what about when you when you sort of took the plunge and thought yeah, okay come on then let's do this what has seen your worst fears come true or confirmed uh, as a result of working alongside one another? I've only got one fear and it um, hasn't come true. But as Claire, as Claire, you know, as people know, get to know Claire a bit more. Oh, my God. What? what? I don't know. What What are you got to say? I just, uh, I'm worried about if Strictly asks you. Is that your fear? <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, I'm Chris Ramsey, Rosie Ramsey, I mean, you're giving these guys a run for their money. Uh, Chris has already done Strictly. But I don't want the Strictly curse to come... That, and they well, got through it, right? They're all good. Yeah, so far. Is that so right? Far, or are they not? So far, so good. Yeah. Right. Would you do Strictly Claire? I don't see that in the cards for me, but you're talking about the Strictly cuss as in I fall in love with the, the guy that I'm dancing with. Yeah, some, Is that what you mean? Some handsome dancer, John Travolta type guy. Oh, well, I mean, young John Right, you're not doing it. Like, dancers. No. I could be ripped. I could be ripped. Yeah, but... <laughs> Choose not to be. Yeah, I keep... It. Is that what it is? Yeah. I keep explaining to James, like, the you know, the quintessential muscly, you know, handsome yeah. dancer guy. Yeah. It's not my type. Yeah, that's supposed to make me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like good-looking blokes, you know that. <laughs> oh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, thank, thanks. <laughs> that makes me feel better, thank you. True, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Anyway, just trying to fight back the tears. Just retreat to your gaming room to do some cameo videos and work <laughs> through it. 
Um, yeah. Uh, what about uh, Claire? What about you? What's in your worst fears come true? Obviously, you have to sit through a lot of rushes. You have to edit your husband to make him look like the best version of himself or not, depending on how your mood is. Uh, what have been your fears realised? Um, spending too much time together. I think is can sometimes be a bit of a recipe for disaster. You know, James was always up until you know basically a few years before COVID. He was he was constantly working, constantly back and forward. Um, lockdown, although it did, you know, as everybody knows, it got a bit. We got a bit fed up of it in the end. At first, it was this sort of strange little nice thing where it was like, oh well, we can all spend some time together. And then obviously, when the YouTube channel happened we were suddenly working together. But I don't want to, you know, sometimes when you can work together, then you got to chill it together, mm, raise kids together, yeah. you know, you are quite annoying. Well, I don't do any of the work or raise the kids. So there's two things that I'm not involved with. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all about the chilling out. I love that bit. That's the best bit that way. Okay, well, yeah, no, problem solved. Exactly. Problem solved. I'm a problem solver. You're welcome. You are just upstairs raising more cash for the mini, talking to Cameo. Yeah, that's it, yeah. That's that's it, it. yeah, the mini fund. (laughs) The mini fund. No, I mean, not in a way where I genuinely think, you know, we'll fall out or this or that. What is it that irritates you most? Oh, he's very... How do you say it without saying the word? Well, he farts too much. Yeah, that's because of uh, uh, I'm on a very specific diet of curry and beer. Yeah, no, much, yeah. he's he's very airy, farting, burping. I, I mean, I've had to stifle so many burps during this. And, oh, uh, I saw you. You've not done it very well. I know. It's so annoying. It's constant. <laughs> it's absolutely it's constant. Yeah. Um, that really does get yeah. on my nerves. I hate it. It's not the so sexiest gross. thing, is it? Yeah. But it's all right, sex is not, sex is not my time. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, about, what about you, James? What's, what, is, what is it about being home more, working with your wife more, that's um, raised a few red flags for you, made you think slightly annoying? I don't know if this is normal or not, but the, I, I've always assumed it was until this very moment where I'm about to talk about it. Uh-oh. But my, our dynamic is, is that I enjoy being annoying i get some pleasure out of being annoying i didn't realize that actually until more recently until we started vlogging i um i enjoy claire's reactions to being a bit put out and a bit fed up with me i'm not sure why that why that is i think it's funny so the dynamic just works i don't have anything that annoys me because i know that i'm the one that does the annoying like claire's considerate but she's, um, you know, she will consider, you know, not stinking out the living room while we're trying to watch a film and stuff like that. Whereas I think it's much more funnier to do it the other way. <laughs> the flatulence is a genuine, like, it, it's oh, a come genuine on. No, don't be daft. Come on. <laughs> it drives Grr. me up the wall. It really does. Oh, dear. What's she like? He's fine. Just a bit less farting. He's a fine. He's fine. A bit less farting and a bit less of the dramatics. A bit less farting? Yeah. All right, okay. I can do that. Okay, great. Great. Is there anything you need from me? I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god. See, if I'm going to do some less farting, I'm going to want something in return. <laughs> when you look ahead to the next 10 years, do you think um, that you'll continue to work in alongside each other? Or what does the next 10 years look like for you two, do you think? Do no idea. Absolutely no idea. I've never planned anything or set out to do anything, um, really. I, I guess it centres around our children. Mm-hmm. I mean, school, education. In the next 10 years, they'll be coming out of education and starting their lives. Yeah. Where do they want to go? What do they want to do? How do we fit into their lives, I guess? Yeah, that'll be... Which is crazy. I guess that'll be the next 10 years. We'll still be... We'll be there. We'll be following them around. Yeah, we'll we'll be working (laughs) on them. Thinking even further ahead, it'll be the following 10 years that might be even more interesting because what do we do then? Once they're out and about and they're getting on with their own thing, we've got... We've got, oh, God. Oh, God. We've got nothing. And it is just me and you. Yeah. Me and you against the world, eh? Fart, farting and farting. Yeah. <laughs> then you'll be really annoying when I don't know if my two little mates do talk to you about you. Yeah, no, it's going to be great. <laughs> we just have to get a load of dogs. Yeah, so much to look forward to. Oh, guys, thank you so much for your time today. Good luck with the publication of the book. Uh, it's available wherever you buy your books or download them these days. And uh, people can check out more of your content on your YouTube channel at Home with the Buckleys. Oh, oh, thank, thank you, you so much. much. Thank you. A big thanks to the Buckleys for joining me this week. Their book is available from the 29th of September. And if we're leaving you still wanting more, and I hope we are, uh, then you can find other great conversations with brilliant couples in our back catalogue with episodes from the likes of Richard and Judy, Martin and Shirley Kemp, Kelvin Fletcher and his wife Liz Marsland, Denise Welsh and Lincoln Townley, Joe Swash and Stacey Solomon, as well as best mates, James Acaster and Ed Gamble, Michael Ball and Alfie Bow, and the brilliant Emma Willis and Giovanna Fletcher. My thanks to you, as always, for giving us an hour of your time and to Maria Nibs and the Yahoo Studios team who produced the show with me. Editing is by Andy Agson and our music comes courtesy of Andy Bell. We'll be back next Friday with more great guests. Until then, thank you for your company. Listener.